Hi, I'm Megan, a former TV news producer turned freelance content creator. While searching for the elusive work-life balance, I realized I had built my life around my work when really it should be the other way around. So I clocked out of clocking in and decided to take on a workload that made sense for me and my family. Within my first year, I was able to spend priceless quality time with my girls while matching my full-time salary, leaving me content to create. Now, I want to share the lessons I've learned, the tools I've used, and more than anything, I want to share the people who've helped make this happen. I'm so glad you're here. Marissa, welcome to the Content to Create podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. Me too. Me too, me too. I'm very excited. I'm excited about this conversation. Yay. <laughs> okay. So okay. I have known you hmm, hmm. long time. 13 years. Is it that long? Something like that. Okay. We've known each other a long time. We've known each other okay. over a decade now. Um yeah. we met when I was at Wingate University. Mm-hmm. And Marissa was such a mentor to me there, such a person that I felt like I could go to talk to. Um, she took me under her wing <laughs> make me cry. and gave me a job and made me feel special and loved. And I'm just so thankful to have you in my life. And we lost touch there for a little bit. I mean, you know, we kept up with each other on social media, whatnot, um, which is where I finally saw you post that you were going to take a pivot in life mm-hmm. and you would be coaching. You were going to go into, um, exploring this other part of you that you knew you had inside of you all along. And I was like, wow, like that makes sense. That makes total sense to me. And so when I hit a point in my career that I felt like I didn't know where to turn, who to talk to, what was going on with me, I I needed you. I knew I needed you. And so I reached out and I felt like, I feel like since that time, which I don't know, was like five years ago at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just been, it's been remarkable, this journey that we've been on together and how we're doing life and we're doing coaching together and we've got girls that are the same age and it's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful friendship that has come from it. It is. And it, um, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Like, seriously, I'm, I'm holding back tears because I want to stay like somewhat composed here. That means the world to me. It truly, it truly does. It truly does. And this is a full circle moment because I've watched you blossom as a college student and as a young woman, and now I'm going to cry. And now I'm watching you, I'm watching you step into your own power and step into who you are called to be. And, um, being witness to that journey has been one of the greatest gifts. And I am so glad that our paths um, reconnected. That, that just brings me great joy. So yes, I'm glad to be here and I'm thrilled for this conversation and I can't wait to see where it takes us because we have a lot to talk about. We do. We do. So let's just get past the pleasantries and the I love yes. you's and let's just move on. So yes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. Tell me a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are right now. Yeah. So I spent over 20 years in higher education 
And if I am being completely honest with people, which I strive for to be and strive to be fully transparent with people, I knew for about 15 years in that profession, in that industry, that I was called to develop people and to work with people and walk with them on their journey and be the guide, be the support on the side, whatever that is, um, whatever they need in that point in their journey. And um, about, so yeah, about four years ago, four year, um, in March of 2019, uh, I resigned. And that was probably one of the scariest days of my life. But what had preceded that was that I had gotten to the point where I was completely and utterly burned out. I was emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually exhausted. I had nothing left in my tank to give. And I was coming home every night crying. Um, I was dropping my daughter off at daycare and crying. And I knew deep down in my soul, deep down in my bones, that what I was doing was not what I was supposed to be doing. I knew that I was called to really help people grow and really help them develop and become who they are designed to be. And so I resigned from this job, not really knowing what that was going to look like post. And I don't always recommend taking that leap of faith in that manner. Um, but I took some time to just heal and be still and quiet the noise, took a lot of walks, did a lot of reading. And what happened from that experience or what emerged from that experience was that I decided to take this leap of faith and launch this coaching business and put out into the world that, hey, this is who I am and this is what I want to do and this is how I want to be known, you know, known in the world. This is how I want to show up in the world. And so I did. I launched a, a coaching business. I specialize in working with women who are like you, like me, kind of at that point of burnout, they're fed up and that fire inside has just gone out and I help them reignite that fire so that they can be who they are called to be and step into their power and be fully immersed in life and not just at work, but also in their life because I believe that you are a whole person. So I want you to have a full life overall and as a whole being. So after hearing your story, you shared it in a public way, you know, um, somewhere online. I'm sure it was LinkedIn. That's where we can find you. Yes. Um, I didn't feel as alone. And I feel like mm -hmm. that is something that probably has resonated with a lot of women that you've worked with is that these feelings are not um, unique to you. Um, a lot of people feel like this. Yeah. And that's, that's what I want. And so, yeah, I do spend a lot of time over on LinkedIn and that is where, um, I do share a lot of my story and I am very transparent for that exact reason, because I, when I was going through this, I felt so alone. I felt like something was wrong with me. I felt like I was the problem and yes, I had some, some responsibility in that that I needed to do some of the deep internal work that I needed to do, but there were also other things at play. There were other systems and other things going on that also needed to be addressed. And so I do, I want other women to know that they are not alone in this and that there is somebody that can come and walk with them, walk beside them 
that has walked that journey ahead of them and that has taken that journey and helped to be their helped to be their guide in that process. So what would you say to a woman that is feeling burnout, fed up, needs that fire reignited? What would be your advice to them? I think the biggest piece of advice is to pause and be still. We have been conditioned, especially as women, to not listen to that internal voice. And there is so much noise in the world that we do not create the space to pause, press pause, and be still and listen to that internal voice. And so that's what really did it for me. Like I said, I, I had ignored that voice for so long. There was that internal voice that was quietly whispering, Marissa, this isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't what you're supposed to be doing. This is not what you're called to do. This is not how, how you want to be known and, sh- and, shown, and showing up in the world. And I didn't trust it. I was just like, oh, whatever, whatever. And so finally, it started to become a scream. That whisper over years, like I said, it, it, I had heard that voice for probably 10 or 15 years. And that voice eventually became a loud scream. And so I think in that time of quiet, and stillness, I was able to hear and discover and figure out exactly what I want. Because again, we've been conditioned. And I think that's where, like I had checked all the boxes, mm-hmm. right? I had the great job. I had a great salary. I was, I was climbing the ladder. I was doing all the things. That was somebody else's version of success. It wasn't my version of success. And when I finally got still and I got quiet and listened to what I wanted and claimed that for myself, that's when the real magic started to happen. And so that's what I would say to someone is, and that doesn't have to be, I took a few months. That doesn't have to be a month. That can be, go take a 30 minute walk without the headphones, just go be in nature and just be still and quiet and listen and see, ask yourself before you go out on the walk, like, what do I need? What do I want? What do I truly want? Not what everybody else wants from me. What what do I want? ask yourself and then listen and, and, and see what your voice tells you. I think you hit on something that is so important and something that we've even talked about, you know, this rumbling inside of you, a feeling that there's something more whatnot. It's not always going to be leave your nine to five, start your mm-hmm. own business. Like that's not, that's not always the next step. There's, there's yeah. going to be different levels of success, different paths for each of us. And that might be, you know, hitting something head on in your organization so that you can continue to climb that ladder um, or changing organizations altogether. It's not always quitting and starting starting your own business. Um, and I think that that's something that's gotten confused with a lot of people lately. Um, even I feel like I have to watch how I say that because that's not everyone's path. Yes, exactly. This is, I tell everybody, I am an accidental entrepreneur If you had asked me in March of 2019, I was going to go and get my coaching certification and then go work for a big company. Hmm. What happened when I got really still and really quiet was that I do want to work for myself. I am designed to work for myself. I am a little bit rebellious. And so being in an organization, being told what to do and where to go and how to do it didn't work for me. Um, for a lot of different reasons. And that's okay. That's who I am. And I think that I think you hit the nail on the head too there is that 
we have to define what success looks like for us. And I think that's what I discovered is that I had defined success based on everybody else's expectations and what everybody else thought that I should do. And that wasn't what I wanted. Um, and, and I didn't want what everybody else has. And I still don't. I'm, I'm, I'm building a business that looks very different from what everybody else might think is appropriate or might think is good or whatever. And that's okay. And coming to that place, coming to that um, internal place of peace and calm and comfort with those decisions is huge. So I want to go back to, you mentioned you left your job in 2019. Mm-hmm. And then I know, because I was working with you, that you were just launching around March of 2020. And we all know what happened in March of 2020. Yeah. Talk me through how in the world you pivoted, you made that work. I don't know that I have a good, a- good answer for you, to be honest. Yes, I, I launched this business in January of 2020. The world shuts down in March of 2020. I am at home with a small child. I am at home with a husband. And we are all not sure of what's going on, what is going to happen. And yeah, I'm also working with clients who are asking these very questions. And I think what, and I, I'd be curious from your perspective, I think what I tried to do was to be very open and very transparent with my clients and the and the women that I was working with specifically at that point and saying, I'm navigating this too. And I'm having a really hard time because going back to your point earlier, like so many of us feel so lonely so often and we don't have other people in our lives that are saying, yeah, this sucks. This is really hard. Or I have no clue what I'm doing. And I, I try to be very honest and upfront and transparent about that, probably to a fault at times, um, because I do think that it's important because we, you know, we often see what's going on on social media and we see the, the, the highlight reels always. We don't see the people being truthful and honest um, about what's really going on and the hard stuff that's happening. But yeah, that was really hard. I mean, launching a business is like giving birth to a child. You have no idea what you were doing, who you are. I was already in the middle of an identity crisis because I was stepping into this role as business owner, as CEO. And then I was also like, now I have to navigate a global pandemic on top of that. And also what's going on internally, like as I'm trying to navigate this, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know how we survived that. Well, I thought it worked because we were in this group setting. Yeah. And like you said, I didn't feel as alone. All of these other women mm-hmm. and these other industries and these other positions, we were all in these same situations, navigating, working from home, navigating childcare, um, being scared of what's yeah. next, what to do outside, where, where we can go, where we can't go. Um, and all of the unknowns, it was, it was a beautiful group that we had kind of put together in this mm. really scary time. And honestly, I think that that's one thing, one reason it helped me, helped me navigate period. It helped me navigate yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that is the power of women coming together and connecting and being in community with each other and having those real authentic conversations because we don't do that enough. 
we are afraid to be vulnerable. We're afraid to say all the hard stuff that's going on. Um, And I think that there's power in being able to sit with other women and say, I'm having a hard time too. I don't know what's going on. And being able to be there and support each other. I think there's so much power in that. So much power. It also gives, you know, as I'm thinking about it too, it also gives other women the permission to say to themselves, I don't have to have it all together. And that was, that was a big part of my story too, is I, I felt like I had to have it all together all the time. And, um, I think COVID really showed me that not going to happen, <laughs> not going to happen. Um, you don't have control over a lot of things and you're not always going to know what's going on and you're going to survive and you're going to be okay. And you're going to figure it out. Yeah. Take a walk. Um, yes, always. That is a big part of who you are, what your business is, is this idea of walking and getting out of nature. Mm-hmm. I love it. Personally, we do some coaching sessions as we walk. And I mm-hmm. love that. Um, can you tell me what's so important about getting outside and taking a walk, even if it is for a meeting? Yeah, we have been conditioned to believe that work can only get done in a box in an office, at a desk, in a car, in a conference room. We have been conditioned to to do that. And what I find and why I love walking, for me, being outside and moving ignites curiosity. It sparks possibility. It gets my mind moving and thinking. And it also helps us to change our environment and change our perspective. So when we change our environment, when we get out of the boxes that we're in, when we get all these Zoom boxes and offices and houses and things like that, our whole perspective changes and it offers us new possibilities. And so, yeah, that's why I love experimenting with this idea of walking and coaching because so much can come from that experience. I think we talked about the other day about pace. Yes, and I was going to bring you, that up. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope you, do you mind if I, mind no, if I absolutely. Okay. No. So yeah, when we started, you were, you were worked up, you were fired up. Like there was, there was something on your mind that you needed to process. And when we started walking, your pace was wicked fast. <laughs> and I was like, Oh girl, I am not going to, I mean, I'm not gonna be able to keep up with you. And I, I consider myself to be a power walker here. And that's part of my role, right? As a coach is to walk with you. So whatever pace Mm -hmm. you set, I'm right there with you. And so we did it. We did it. (laughs) And what happened, we might've been about out of breath a little bit, but what happened was as we were doing that and as we were processing and as we were talking, your body was moving all of that stuff through, right? So emotions are, what is it? Emotions are feelings in motion, I think is what it is. And so you were moving all of that overwhelm and frustration and anger out of your body. And so as we started to kind of come in to where our cars were parked and everything, I said to you, I said, I noticed that your pace completely slowed down. And so when we checked in, your whole perspective had shifted. And I just, that was really interesting. We also saw a really cool thing yes which I think is so fun like I'm starting to do a lot more um 
spirit animal, I guess is what I will call it, mm-hmm. research. Um, and we saw an owl while we were mm-hmm. walking the other day. And there's some significance there. Like, I do believe that the animals are, are, are bringing us messages. And so yeah. that can also um, offer some context and some things to ponder and think about. So nature is such a, it's such a calming space and place. And it gives you, like I said, that change in perspective. And it opens up a whole bunch of different possibilities. And so that's what I love about doing the walking and the coaching with clients because it's a whole new world. It's a whole it new is. world when you get out there. And that it was a beautiful story. Um, I am, and I don't mind sharing this. I struggle with asking permission. Like I don't give myself permission to do the things. And as a business owner, that's, that's not going to work. And so we are mm-hmm. working through that. We're talking through that. And the owl, when we Googled it very quickly mm-hmm. after we saw mm-hmm. it, is supposed to be like self-actualization, self-reliance, um, inner peace, inner knowledge. And to me, that was just a really cool, a really, really cool gift to me. Um, I, lo- I love that you said that. I love that you said that it's a gift. Because I think, and think about like if we had done a coaching session like like we're doing right now, yeah. like if we had been on Zoom, in our Zoom box, at our desks, in our homes, we wouldn't have had that perspective. We wouldn't Mm -hmm. have had that little nugget of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I do, I know it's woo woo. I have a very deep personal faith and I also have a very deep personal um, spiritual life. And I do believe that the universe, God, the higher power, whatever you want to call it is sending us messages. And I do Mm -hmm. believe that that owl was, was there to talk to you. So it was very special. It really was. (laughs) It, it took me like when you, when you'll, I'll tell you when I, when you said that I kind of giggled and you were like, no, I'm serious. And it took me a little bit to sit with that. And then it was like, you know, what? that was a gift to me. That was, that was a gift to me. So. And I think when was, you were reading the description, I was even like poking you. Like, I'm like, do you hear what that <laughs> owl is telling you? Um, because it's sometimes hard to receive those messages. Mm-hmm. It's, and we're, we often are like, very dismissive of them or like, Oh, that's too or whatever. And I'm, I don't know if it's age or deepening of my own spirituality, but I am getting a little bit more in that realm of woo woo Mm -hmm. because I do believe that they have something for us. So yeah. And there, there was definitely some power in that description of what the owl was stands for. Um, And one thing I've actually shared the story with others, but the one thing that I feel like was so beautiful is that a woman that we do not know, did not know, called us over to make sure that we saw that owl. And mm-hmm. so for us to not only just see it, but we were called over specifically to be shown, hey, this is here for you to enjoy. I feel like that's even more beautiful and part of the story as well. So I hadn't even thought about that. I, yeah, there's a message in that too. We'll have to unpack that in our next. Okay, session. we'll we'll unpack that in next coaching session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a message in that too that it, that someone that we did not know, a stranger, mm-hmm. offered that gift for both of us. Yes, and that's that's what I love too because the coaching is it, it's something where I get to experience it too. I get to not only witness, stand witness to mm-hmm. your transformation to other clients that I work with. 
I also get to learn and grow and be challenged through the process. And um, that's a lot of, that's a lot of fun. That's very exciting. So you mentioned earlier being trapped in kind of inside this box. And I know because personally I have a relationship with you, that is something that makes you restless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's feeling like you're in that box. So at the end of these podcasts, I like to wrap it up with asking, where do you find yourself content? But also we could do it on the other flip side. Where do you find yourself restless? And I know sometimes it is in that box. It is in that box. I, I feel like I checked all of the boxes. I did everything right. I wore all the right clothes. I did everything that I was quote unquote supposed to do. And life still didn't turn out the exact way that I planned it. If you had told me 10 years ago that, that I would own my own business and that I would be coaching clients and speaking to women and walking with them through this space of burnout, I would have laughed at you. I would have laughed at you. And now I'm like, wow, that is, that's really powerful. I think what is making me restless is that we have a world right now full of a lot of people that are burned out because they feel like they have to check all of the boxes or they have to show up in a certain specific way. And I especially see this with underrepresented groups and especially women. That makes me angry. That makes me frustrated. It makes me sad. And as a mother to a young daughter, I want to change that. I want to change that. And that's why I do the work I do. That's why I literally bounce out of bed every morning. Because I love that. I, I love being able to create a better world for her. And um, I always say, you know, the collective energy of people on fire is what is going to change our world. And I want to contribute to igniting, keeping those fires going, whatever I need to do. Because I want to change, I want to change the world. And I know that that sounds very um, idealistic and visionary and crazy and wild. And that's also who I am. So yeah, I want to get everybody out of these, these boxes and help them to show up in more authentic ways that feel true for them. You already are changing the world for people around you. And I hope you do know that. Thank you. That you have no idea how much that means to me. Well, you probably do, but that means the world to me. Thank you. (laughs) You've changed my world. So you've changed the love. Okay. So Last question. Okay. What piece of content would you recommend everyone listen to, read, watch, whatever it may be? Okay. I am a Glennon Doyle junkie. I have seen her speak three or four times. Ironically, I was in Nashville, Tennessee with a group of girlfriends to see Glennon Doyle for her Untamed Books book tour when the world shut down in March of 2020. So literally, yes. So we went and saw her. She did that. That was her kind of, she was getting ready to start a book tour. And that was the first night of the book tour. They canceled the book tour after that. So I love Glennon. Love her. Mm -hmm. She has a podcast called We Can Do Hard Things, which is a mantra for me. The content that she is putting out in the world, the 
the person, the persona, I'm not sure how you would put it, that she is modeling the genuineness, the authentic person that she is modeling, the real and transparent person that she is modeling, I think everyone should listen to um, what she's putting out. She's putting out some powerful content too around lots of different things that are really hard, like eating disorders and mental health and listening to that inner voice and what it means to get old and what it means to navigate menopause. These are the conversations we're not having. And these are the hard things, especially that we as women are either navigating or will navigate at some point in our journey. So highly recommend Glennon Doyle's podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. I also think that there's a podcast called Coaching Outdoors that I think that uh, people should listen to as well because it does give a perspective on how coaching outdoors and using nature as a co-facilitator for the coaching conversation can really shake things up. And I think that's really cool and really powerful. So even for the people that are not coaches, they could benefit from this? I do think so. I do think so. Yeah. Because they talk to folks about how nature is impacting them. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the questions that they ask, they start every podcast with is, what is your earliest moment of being outdoors? And that has really caused me to ponder and think about, like, what are my memories of being outdoors? Yeah. And that is something yeah. that I want to create for my daughter. And so how do, how, you know, how do I want to answer that? How, do, how might she answer that in the future? So mm-hmm. I do think it would be really cool cool podcast for people even that are not coaches and it's also fun because they are from the UK so they have a fun British accent as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right I love that um well thank you thank you thank for your you. time thank mm. you for your gift that you give to the world every day by showing up and being who you are so I do appreciate you so much and I hope you know thank that you. thank you I do and the feeling is mutual Thanks for joining me today on the Content to Create podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message. You can find me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I have both linked in the show notes. See you next time.